This is Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Julie. We are actors, costumers, movie, and book enthusiasts. But we have very different tastes. So every week we pick a pop culture period piece to talk about. Our thoughts about the movie and also anything the movie brings up. Like how the mummy is totally written through the female gaze and Santa Fe from Newsies is the ultimate I want song. Do you know what that is? Listen to us. So if you like movies with corsets, manners, and cottage core aesthetics, give us a listen. Pop culture period piece has a new episode dropping every Thursday. Goodbye. Bye. What's up, twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. Hope everybody's having a great Wednesday. I'm here in beautiful Burbank, California, where the sun is shining and I'm feeling good. Ready to do some improv. This is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I am, of course, the titular Trent Dozier. Uh, and baby, I'm happy to be here once again. Uh, if you're here live in the chat, say what's up to yourselves, say what's up to me, and say what's up, as we all do right now at once, to our technical producer, the queen of the screen, Val Agnew! What's up, Val? What up? Oh, hey, Trent. How are ya? <sighs> like I said, sun's shining. I'm feeling good. How's it, how's it for you in Chicago right now? Um, you know, it's weirdly cold and dark. So, not ideal. Weirdly cold and dark <laughs> or on brand cold and dark for Chicago? <laughs> not for almost June. Yeah, you would think that. You would think that, but that's very it's Don't... it's honestly pretty funny because uh I was saying to Val in the pre-show, there's always a winter that uh gets somebody to move, such as myself. I freaking got the hell out of there. Uh and Val was like, I've been through thirty five winters and it hasn't happened yet. Maybe, Val, it's not gonna be a winter that takes you down. Maybe it's gonna be snow in the middle of June that takes you down or something like that. That could do it. Well that could do it. only time will tell. We'll all keep waiting. <laughs> we'll we'll do this show in perpetuity until Val moves, and that will be when the show comes to a conclusion. <laughs> why it's on the internet <laughs> yeah i guess that's true i guess that's true but really really what the people want to know is if val's ever going to leave chicago so we'll do the show until val does leave chicago or until val dies if i die first i'll just have someone come in and replace me and then uh and then we'll go from there val <laughs> how's that sound perfect that sounds great thanks uh, okay well like i said this is <laughs> i love improv with trent dozier we are a part of the trident network of course you are watching this on uh, twitch.tv slash the trident network the streaming channel of the trident network or perhaps you are listening to this in the future uh as a podcast this could be um, a podcast adventure for you however you are in taking this we appreciate it we thank you we love you um and uh we also love the trident network val there's a ton of cool stuff coming up uh on the horizon for the trident network most of it starting next week or if you're listening to it on a podcast starting tomorrow uh first and foremost the premiere of a brand new podcast from uh what would you call stir friday night comedy collective a comedy collective yeah stir friday night a great chicago-based comedy collective uh they have a new trident network um 
podcast coming called Stool Pigeons. It's um, a, a tabletop gaming um, podcast. That's very exciting. And then, Val, there's a bunch of shows premiering uh, next week, including not a premiere, but the return of Stupid Prize or Stupid Games, Stupid Prizes. Stupid Games, mm-hmm. Stupid Prizes, hosted by the wonderful Justin Swinson. Um, and then, is this right? A new show called Bitcherton? <laughs> that is correct. Bitcherton, I'm assuming, has got something to do with bitches and Bridgerton. Am I right? <laughs> That is 100% accurate. And then we also have a new podcast premiering called Smashing Game Time, which is a video game-based podcast. Is that correct? That is also correct, yes. Wow. So stay tuned to the Trident Network. There's new stuff coming always. Trident Network, of course, uh, a three-pronged provider of entertainment via live shows like this or via podcasts like this or via pre-recorded digital media content, which technically, as I've said before, I Love Improv does fall into that category as well, so this is the perfect show. Uh, Val, (laughs) anything else you would like to note uh, Trident-wise, or should we get into uh, this week's guest? Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Oh, here we go, baby. Uh, It was funny. I was thinking about how I was going to introduce this person earlier, and I was thinking to myself, like, um, I would say, uh, we have a perfect guest for this show. But then I was also thinking about it, and I was like, yes, this is the perfect guest for this show. But uh, I feel like 100% of the guests have been the perfect guest for this show. Because I typically only ask people who love improv uh, as much as I do. Um, and this person certainly loves improv as much as I do. They are someone who is a great longtime friend of mine and one of my first, like, real improviser friends we met all the way back in probably 2013 14 range at the old uh made up theater in fremont california she is a uh, a jet setter a world traveler she's done improv on more than one continent and um she's also a teacher and very good at improv please give some love welcome my friend and soon to be yours Carolyn Janice. Hey, Carolyn. Hello. Hello, Trent Dozier. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lovely, lovely intro. Thank you. Well, good. Thank you. I'm glad. Um, I, I, it's interesting. I feel like I try to think about what I'm going to say about a person in the intro, but I try to uh, give the compliments free-flowing. I don't know if I've ever said that before. I, I try to pre- <laughs> pre-plan my intro, but the compliment section, I try to just uh, go with the flow and see where my heart's taking me. So that's a little behind the scenes for everybody. Um, <laughs> Carolyn uh, is, like I said, one of my longest friends in improv specifically. Um, and at Made Up Theater, when I first started taking classes, you were just someone I gravitated to on stage, obviously, because I, I think you're a very good improviser, which I'm about to talk about. Um, but also <laughs> off stage, you're a wonderful person, and we clicked really well as I think improvisers and friends. So um, I think the proof is in the pudding because we're still friends to this day. And every time I see you, <laughs> I'm happy. Anytime I get to improvise with you, I'm happy. And um, today is both things. I get to see you and improvise with you. So it's going to be a good day, I think. It's the best. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? Please. I, well, I was just going to say, like, as you were talking, I was trying to remember the beginning. And I remember, like, the first time you showed up at Mutt, 
because you were an unfamiliar face for me in the crowd, even though you knew the Mutt mm-hmm. guys. And so I was immediately like, okay, who's mm-hmm. this? And then immediately you could, when you started playing, I knew that you could play. So I was like, okay, great. Wonderful addition. But I don't remember some of our like early work. I don't either. I, uh, I remember yeah. like, um, I remember us hanging out more than I remember us doing improv together, yeah. which I do think is typical of me and that's good with yeah. everybody. I more so I I'm, I have a very bad um, improv memory, uh, so I've started recording my improv sets with this show. Uh, but yeah, I well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Uh, but yeah. the people are here for some improv comedy, baby. So let's give it to you. Uh, Give them what they yeah. want. First things first, Carolyn and I are going to do an improv scene for you. Um, if you have seen the show before or listened to the show before, you know what is about to happen. But if you're tuning in for the first time, Carolyn and I need a suggestion for the scene that we're about to do. Now, um, any suggestion is a great suggestion, but here at I Love Improv, we like our suggestions to be meaty, to be hardier, to be more robust. We want something uh, vast and inclusive. So, as an example, uh, instead of instead of giving the suggestion of car, we would like something more specific, like Carolyn is a car salesman trying to sell Trent a used Toyota Corolla, uh, and also Trent has 12 toes. You know, something like that. Uh, get as specific as possible. Now, um, when giving a suggestion like that, uh, in my opinion, it does help to maybe know the improvisers you are suggesting for so that maybe you can even uh, cheat a little bit and, and, and play to those improvisers' strengths. So if you know Carolyn and you know myself, please feel free to start throwing out suggestions now into the chat. Uh, but if you don't, I am going to tell Carolyn and everybody uh, what I love about Carolyn as an improviser right now, and maybe that will help inform you, the listener or viewer, uh, what type of suggestion you would like to give. Carolyn, are you ready to receive compliments? Oh my God, I don't know. This is what I've been stealing myself for, but I'll, I'll, I think so. I'll try to. <laughs> well, as, we, as we've okay. said before, it's always very awkward for any human <laughs> ever to sit and just accept compliments and just be like, thank you. Yes. Uh, thank you. But unfortunately, or should I say maybe fortunately you're in the hot seat today uh, in the best way possible. <laughs> Am I allowed to compliment you back or like, do I have to wait to the end to do that? Or am I allowed to also compliment you? The answer is yes. Okay. Thank you, Val. Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Okay. I'm not going to tell you what I asked because Val already answered. So you can just live in mystery. <laughs> okay, great. Well, there's uh, – <laughs> wow, this is actually funny because it's been a long time since I had any technical difficulties. And I didn't drop off the face of the planet, which is good. But um, uh, I'm excited to hear what you asked Val in the editing. But first <laughs> – but first, some compliments for Carolyn. Carolyn, like I said, um, I gravitated towards you immediately, both on stage and off, because you are, as a human and as an improviser, so warm and inviting and really, uh, really giving. I feel like you are great at giving gifts to your teammates and not even necessarily giving a gift, but if someone else is given a gift, you're really good at, like, heightening that for somebody or exploring that for somebody or like you know hey trent um 
player X just said you had a, a, a big nose, so I'm going to do something with your big, you know, you're really good at, at, um, at enhancing the scene and the world and the individuals. You're good at all those things on a macro level and a micro level. Um, I also feel like there's a lot of people who play, you know, wild and crazy characters, and I've, I've seen you get there, and I think you can do that and are good at doing that. Um, you are one of the best people I have ever seen play, like, real, be like a real human. And a lot of times that's you playing close to yourself, but, you know, not all the time. You know, it's more of a far-fetched character, but even if you're playing something crazy, you're very good at grounding stuff in reality. The situation might be bonkers, but it is a believable situation because Carolyn is there, and it's like, I guess they everybody only eats cheese on this planet, but it doesn't seem that weird because it's uh, it seems like it's a normal day-to-day operation. Um so just just on stage and off, I think you are like one of my favorite teammates because you care about everybody. You care about how the show's going, but you also care about your teammates and you care about yourself. And you like to um, to use a wrestling term, get your stuff in. But you also are like, if you don't, if you're not the focus of a show, you don't leave the stage and be like, well, shit, everybody was walking all over me tonight. You find ways to insert yourself in the show, um, and then maybe you and I one-on-one will talk some shit later. But in a group <laughs> setting, you're one of the best people to have. You're like a great moderator, both like literally and figuratively. Like, uh, I don't know. You're just kind of like the perfect <laughs> – you're kind of like the perfect teammate, uh, in my opinion – um and maybe above all else you got a great smile and anytime i see your face it just literally lights up the room that's not really improv related but uh, i wanted to end on that um good and yes how, thank you how, god that was so much too much that was too much was it too much okay <laughs> oh, i can barely take it i'm very very thankful for all those nice things you said about me thank you <clears throat> you agree with all that disagree in any areas think i was too generous uh, it was wonderful to hear i mean i i've uh i've generally been told before that i ground things um and i I do see that as a strength, yeah. I think. Um, I see it as a strength for you. <laughs> I think it helps with the whole, like, suspension of disbelief and mm. stuff to have that, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I I love playing with you, and I love playing with almost everybody I play with just because I love playing so much. Yeah. So um, if I can be a good teammate, that's all I can ask for. Oh, yeah. You and me Thank are you. both very similar in that way where it's like, who's who's who are we playing with today? Cool. Don't care. Yep. Just want yeah. to do some improv. Would love to. Uh, would love to play with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why this show's called I Love Improv. Because baby, I love improv. Uh, <laughs> oh man, do we love improv? <laughs> like when you said I, I invite people on this show who love improv as much as I do, that really like warmed my heart because yeah. that is maybe one thing I judge improvisers on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you don't seem to love this as much as I do. Why are you doing it? Yeah. Like I fucking love it. So we were just John- oh, we can swear, right? Oh yeah, please. Oh yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. Val chiming in. Because I oh, fucking yeah. love it. Oh yeah, swear away. <laughs> um, yeah, I John Del Vicio, who was the most recent guest. We were kind of talking about this last episode, or now I'm wondering if yeah. it was maybe off mic. But we um, talking about people who are like too cool for school, and like you can tell that they don't want to be there while they're actively on stage, and it's just kind of like. Why are What's you the here? Point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not making a lot of money doing this. We're not, <laughs> if any, you know, yeah. getting famous. Yeah. yeah. So like, 
you know, why bring that? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about that at the end. I love to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Val, how are we looking suggestion-wise? Any suggestions currently in... So I put out there that I like to merge suggestions and we got two really good ones and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to merge them together. <laughs> so I'm going to give them both to you uh -huh. and you can choose to pull from one or both or some components, Okay, you know, okay whatever, okay. whatever feels right. Okay. 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 So okay. from Marcus Day, hooray. Oh, many times suggestion giver Marcus Day, hooray. Hello, Marcus. Yes. Welcome back, Marcus. Um, Carolyn is a wedding planner planning Trent's clown wedding. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and then from my very own M. Jerickson 10, uh, Carolyn is a soccer coach who's frustrated with her best player, Trent, who's gotten very into famous philosophers. <laughs> 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 that's a, that, that is tough Val I'm not sure how you would combine those the yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do feel like the sentiment is the same across both which might be <laughs> Carolyn's frustrated with me <laughs> how about this well, how about this I think since we Carolyn and I and Val all know Michael and some of us are even married to Michael uh, <laughs> let's go with the suggestion from Marcus Day Hooray uh, Michael, thank you also for your suggestion. We love Michael here at I Love Improv. Oh, maybe, love Michael. Uh, maybe some people more than others. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say who <laughs> of the three of us is married to Michael, but there might be someone who is married to Michael who name is Val. Uh, uh, but we will. So Val, one more time, can you read that suggestion for Marcus Day Hooray, and we'll take that and we'll go with that. Yes. Carolyn is a wedding planner planning Trent's clown wedding. Awesome. Great. Okay. All Thank right. you, Marcus. Right. Day, hooray. Fun. Thank you, Val. Thank you, Michael. <clears throat> I'm so glad you could come in today. Uh, I just want to discuss a few things with you. Yeah. If I, okay. Are, is there, um, there problems? The email was a little vague, so I wasn't sure if this was a positive meeting uh, or a negative meeting. I mean, there are some positives. There are some really good positives. Okay. Um, we were able to secure two elephants. Um, so that was a big concern of mine. Um, they, they can't be touched by any of the guests. By anybody? So I don't know yet. Well, I mean, we could probably get a photo with you and the soon to be Mrs. Jingles. <laughs> um, but you know, you, you two and the elephants would probably be fine, but no, no, none of the guests, they say that the, the elephants can be startled by children. So they really kind of want to, keep them in a in a penned off roped off area sort of away from the ceremony okay but they but they can get them but they will be do you still want them yeah 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 if we can take pictures around them like how close can daphne and i get on the picture also daphne's not going to take my last name but that's oh she's not oh, no i'm no, sorry no, she's gonna <laughs> i shouldn't have presumed no no uh, no don't uh presume presume away that's fine by me i love a i love a presumption people say it makes an ass out of you and me but not in my business, baby. I love a, I love a presumption. I guess actually in your business, presumption is probably part of the deal that makes the joke work. Or I, I don't yeah. know. I shouldn't step on your no, and I shouldn't big I, toes. No, no. I, I'm. I feel like I'm. Please, please step away. I I got big. Okay. I have big shoes on. Hard to avoid stepping on these toes. You know what I mean? Oink oink. 
<laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So Daphne, you and Daphne can be definitely like you could probably like I say, you might be able to touch them. Oh, yeah. So you guys can be close. Let's keep. Let's keep. Let's get the elephants okay. in. Yeah. If we if we okay. lock them up for sure. Great. Okay. So that's a good Great. thing, right? That's a good thing. Um, so I guess I'll just kind of go back and forth between the good and the bad. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, one kind of a negative is that um, the old troop that you wanted to invite, they're not going to be able to come. Um, they're in sort of the Eastern block and they're having passport issues. Um, they were performing internationally and now it looks like they're not going to be able to get back to the U S in time. So you, um, not, not a single member, not a, not no. a single member will, will be there. No. Um, they suggested that um, the chimpanzee that you used to work with is in a science no. lab that's only about 400 no. miles away. I know okay. exactly where he is. I put him in that lab. Okay. Because they thought maybe he could get out for the day. No. Um, I, he could if I... Okay. If, 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 uh, if, if, uh, if Lloyd the clown or uh, Lloyd, the, <laughs> Lloyd the monkey had my permission, he would be allowed to. But I actually have, I actually have a restraining order against him, and that's why he's in the... There were some, we got in a huge, it was a big thing. I'm just, yeah. Lloyd will not be there. And um, okay. it's, so not, nobody, nobody from clown shows going to make it. Not a single, they're all uh, trapped in the Eastern block right now. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I, they said that Herbie retired. And so Herbie is in the States because he's not performing with them anymore. Oh. But he has not responded to any of my attempts at communication. Hmm. I emailed, I called the last known number that was disconnected. Um, the address that I was given was Milwaukee okay. for Herbie. So, I mean, he, you know, do you want me to look into that? Yeah, I guess we can follow up with Herbie, but I don't know. As a solo act, I not really, I mean, the whole reason I wanted, I wanted Clown Show to perform specifically was because Daphne and I yeah. met after a Clown Show show. I know we had the plan with the little car coming and all of them coming out oh. and with one guy Herbie coming out, it's not going to be the same. No, so. it won't be. <laughs> yeah. One, okay. person, <laughs> one person getting out of a tiny car is like only so impressive. It's more impressive. I mean, there'll probably be plenty of guests doing that already. You know, oh yeah. There will be. Tiny there cars, will be. So, and that's yeah. going to be from my half of the wedding. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, do you mean that your half of the wedding is clown? I got like, a lot more likely clown. to drive. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And remind me what Daphne does. What Daphne does? She's an actress. Okay, because she seems really all in with this whole clown theme, and that you know, but she's not a clown. So I was curious. No, 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 no. Yeah, she she's okay. she is an actress, so she um, is very familiar with kind of like uh, you know diving into a role per se. Uh, and I'm pretty, as you know, adamant that this is more of a clown based wedding. Um, right. And she kind of. She never really thought she was going to get married, and so this is kind of more my dream wedding uh, scenario. So um, that's what's going on. Well, she on. has contact me because it sounds like she's going to go full clown for the ceremony. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, we're both. That is we'll, so sweet yeah. that she's going to do that for you. That is, I mean, that you're doing it for each other. That's so sweet. She's incredible. She's the love of my life. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't see my life with Aww. with anybody else. I believe it was the. Uh, I believe it was the famous philosopher Plato who said, uh, 
love love the one you're with do 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 he did <laughs> yeah that was plato yeah it got used later but yeah. plato said it first yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh that's great um she's talked to me to me about wearing a um like a cotton candy dress um and i'm just going to talk to her about that because i think there will be humidity yeah yeah, issues, yeah, 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 yeah i don't need to that's know. between me and her <laughs> okay i don't need all right let me even, give you some more good news i don't even news. want to picture the bride before i see her you <laughs> all know right what i mean yes um okay so more good news okay great um so we got a full orchestra um but they are a child's orchestra they're children orchestra because that was what we had the budget for mm -hmm. so they're about like fifth to eighth graders but they're very good and um what yeah i've been told that they can play anything you like what's the skill level uh do they play like fifth to eighth graders or do they play like a, at least like high schoolers or they got to regionals so i mean they're pretty good um you know again for the budget i i think it's this or what state you know, are they what state is their school based in um, they got to regionals in um, in in Rhode Island, so it's a small state. Oh, um, you maybe... not a lot of regions. Okay, let's maybe look into like <laughs> like a California school or a Texas school or just any. Are you gonna? Can you up the budget for me? Because I can't. Are they gonna be more expensive? Happen. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, you're talking about expensive states, you know? All right. I, I would love, everybody would love to have a kid's orchestra from California at their wedding, okay? <laughs> but we don't all have that kind of money. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So. All right, let's do, the, uh, let's do the child orchestra from Rhode Island, I guess. Okay. That's a company. Yeah. Can I, I just want to circle back also, since Clown mm -hmm. Show's not going to do the show, is there, do we have another troupe that we could put into that slot, or did you just want to leave that open, or what were you thinking there? I mean, it was a big chunk of the reception. So I do think we need to fill it with something. Yeah. Um, I have some options for you that I wanted to talk about, but I don't I, I don't know how you or Daphne will feel about them. So um, one of them is like performing small animals. Like this is a, a private pet owner who has about 20 small animals. No, I don't work and with animals dogs anymore. and cats I and do bunnies. Not work with animals okay. Anymore. Ever, okay. Ever since okay. Lloyd, ever since I had to put that restraining order against Lloyd the monkey, I just, I, yeah. it's a strict uh it's a straight i just he tried he tried to kill me he tried to kill me um, i would also lock him up so, i i think that's totally understandable yeah. um he was his he, his, whole, his whole deal was that he was really proficient with knives and blades and assorted assorted like small blades and he uh we got into a tiff and he he tried to stab me in my sleep so see i don't i don't mean to knock your um you know profession but like i don't think clowns of any kind and certainly chimpanzees should be trained with weaponry like i just think that we've moved into different kinds of entertainment I, you know i fully agree i don't think there's any use <laughs> any use for weapons in in today's world i i mean you've seen you've seen my solo show it's clearly based in Pratt falls and uh yeah family friendly <laughs> physical comedy uh, looks delicious <laughs> all the like cream and everything that you're using yeah i use a lot of honestly if, yeah. if i used less cream in my shows i'd have a bigger budget for this wedding but you know the people the cream is like the best part of my show so i i gotta all right so no, yeah and i think yeah no yeah. no to these guys no to these guys okay so no small animals okay so um there's an acrobatic troupe it's just a, it's a husband and wife team. They're both contortionists, so they can get really creative with what they can do. Okay. 
they do usually play like a sex show in Amsterdam, but I've told them that this is, you know, supposed to be family friendly. So they've promised me that they will not have sex during the show. I, we can probably convince them not to even get close, you know, not to, I mean, they'll have to be close to each other, but not close to having sex, you know? Well, if they're professionals, I'm kind of leaning yeah. towards maybe just letting them do their full-blown show. Okay. They're, these aren't, okay, these I'm aren't, sure they'd prefer that. These aren't amateur acrobats. No. Hmm. No. No, they went from Cirque du Soleil, and then Cirque du Soleil decided that what they were doing, they were in the Zumanity show, and then they were like, you guys are taking it too far, I'm sorry, we're going to have to let you go. Hmm. And they went to Amsterdam and they've been really able to flourish there with really creative stuff. Like I'll send you a tape of what they're doing yeah. and it is not stuff that you or I could do. I mean, oh, maybe no. you and Daphne, but I don't think I could no, do it. No. Uh, yeah. Wow. And I mean, my husband and I are flexible, but we are not, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> okay. So that's a maybe. That's, a, that's okay. definitely a maybe. I like that better than the small animals for sure. Definitely. I've already crossed small animals out. We're not going to do Great. it. Um, and then the third option I had is uh, a family, um, that they're all adults. It's six of them. It's a mother, father, and four sons. And they do um, something, this is, I've never booked it for a wedding before, but um, they, they all inhale water and then somehow they time it that they can like spit the water out and into each other's mouths like a living fountain. Human fountain? <laughs> yeah, living fountain, you know them? No. No, I oh, just, yeah. that's what it sounds like it is. And that sounds cool. Yeah. Okay. And they can do it over you as a couple. I mean, they can do it over the procession. Oh my God. So yeah. Yeah. Done. Okay. Do, that's it. That's a yes. That's actually, um, I think I want to use the sex couple for, to fill the clown show show portion, mm -hmm. but I would like to see if we can incorporate the, uh, the living fountain, living fountain into, into the, the ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Um, has anything else come up for you that you to want to request or any concerns that you're having at this time? Um, yeah, just one concern. Um, what is, uh, what's security going to be like at the wedding? Cause um, every day I, Live in, about Lloyd. live in fear that Lloyd's gonna <laughs> get out and I'm yeah. I've accepted that I will die obviously at some point but if it's not by Lloyd's monkey hand I'd love that and I'd love it even more if it wasn't by Lloyd's monkey hand on my wedding day so what's security looking like uh I you know I I'm just hearing about Lloyd really today I didn't realize how extreme things were I knew he was part of the old no, clown okay. show but I didn't know how violent he was um we don't have a lot left in the budget for security um but I think that I mean maybe we should I'll, I'll definitely contact the science lab where Lloyd is now and make sure that he has tight security on him there you know just make sure that they you know locked his cage or whatever they have to do mm -hmm. Um, as far as at the wedding right now, we've got, um, just your two brothers, uh, providing all the security, um, because they said they do it for free. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying to get, are, are they aware of Lloyd? Oh Can they yeah. They're aware of Lloyd. Okay. What the hell's this? Oh my God. Okay. Uh, okay. I just got a notification on my, <laughs> I just got a <laughs> notification on my phone that Lloyd has escaped. 
I guess this is a oh, text. Dear. I received a text uh, basically warning me that it's Lloyd has... <sighs> okay, let's because see. Because of your restraining order, hey, yeah, they're hey, going to text uh, you. Dear yeah. Mr. Jingles, here to inform you that Lloyd the monkey has escaped our high security facility. He carved into the wall of his room that he is, quote, coming for Boingo Jingles and Boingo Jingles' blood will be on my monkey hands by the end of today, end quote. So we just wanted to let you know that you should be on the lookout. He is fully aware of where you live, where Daphne lives, and where your wedding is taking place, and also where your wedding planner lives. Uh-oh. Courtney, that's you. Uh, what, what? How did he get all that information? Why were they giving him that information? I, he's, I don't know. I don't know if they gave him that information or what. Uh, okay, well, this is incredibly... Who starts a warning with Dear Mr. Jingles? Like, I don't think they're giving this the, the seriousness yeah. that it needs. Well, it is, I mean, it is my name, I suppose. Oh, my God. Um, okay. I know, but to, to, uh, I just feel like there should be... I didn't get a warning. What is um, uh, What's security like in your house here? Are we good? Let's see. No. No? No. I mean, I, I, the doors are locked. I, actually, I didn't lock the door after you when you came in. Um... But he couldn't get all the way here by now. Well, he, surely he's. I don't get a lot of service up here in the valley, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when this text when was they sent. sent. Uh, okay. Let me just go. I have a. I. I, I don't have a like. I, I. He shouldn't have a personal vendetta against me, and I have a thing about apes and monkeys. I don't. I don't really want to be anywhere near them. Was ever. there an incident? Uh, yeah, but I was younger and there weren't knives it was just i fell into a to an enclosure at the zoo and it was spider monkeys and they were all over me oh my god and they're small you know and they have little hands and they get into all sorts of little places oh, monkey and, hands are terrifying oh, okay okay well I, i'm gonna i'm gonna just text my boyfriend to come over and um he'll probably be able to be here in i don't know an hour uh Okay, well, this this changes things because I are these lights, I'm having trouble are these concentrating. Lights supposed to be flickering. Oh my god! Does he? Was he ever trained to work in electronics? <laughs> he's smart. I don't know what he's. I know for a fact. <gasps> Who knows at the science lab too? What he's been learning? I know. I don't. They're supposed to observe him, but I'm now. I'm worried that they were teaching him stuff. Oh my god. Um. This feels like Jurassic Park. Or Jaws. How long has it been since you've seen him? Since I've seen him? You mean since he tried yeah. to kill me? Yeah. 22 years to the day. And you know what they say? It's probably just been getting stronger. <laughs> probably been lifting weights. And you know what they say about monkeys? They live for approximately 23 years. And he was <laughs> just under a year old when he tried to kill me. So maybe he's thinking time's running out for him and that's why time's about to run out for me oh my god I... <laughs> okay well that wasn't a fucking bird, no it wasn't so... a bird that was clearly a monkey with a vendetta okay um 
I think we should move this into the bathroom and I'm just gonna, yeah. I think we should move it into the bathroom. We'll close things and we'll just get in the shower uh -huh. and we'll just finish our meeting in there. And um, I mean, what, what's his style? Will he just wait outside the house till he sees you? I don't know. He'll probably go for a sneak attack. Maybe uh, grab me by the ankle, pull me away and then slit my throat <laughs> would be my guess. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! It happened just as I suspected! Oh, get off of him! Get off! Let go! Oh god! Mr. Jingles? Hey, hey there. Hey there. Hey, Lloyd. Hi, Lloyd. I, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a wedding planner. I just, are you in love? Do you want to, you want to maybe plan a wedding? I just, I just, uh, I can do anything. You want some peanut butter? I just, no, thank anything you. you need. No, thank you. I'm allergic oh. to peanut butter. <gasps> I am. In, you I, talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm in love with the doctor that helped me escape though. So if you could help plan that wedding, that'd be great. Okay. Um. You, is is he dead? Did you just kill? Oh yeah. Boingo Jingles. Oh yeah, this guy's dead. I slit his throat, and uh, oh. this wedding planning better be free of charge, or you're gonna yes. get it next. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely free, I promise. All right, that's the scene. <laughs> Ridiculous. I wanted to try to get the soccer coach in there, but yeah. things just went off off the deep end. Uh, we saw Plato. That was pretty good. Uh, well, could, could you guys hear me banging? No. <laughs> no, not no. I was banging for like for a long time. Oh my and, god! Uh, and you weren't reacting, so I didn't like. I was like, "Oh no, is my sound not working?" That's why I didn't come in as the monkey oh. because I wasn't sure you could hear me at all. Oh, that's probably going to sound way better in the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it sounded good. Maybe it sounded good on Twitch. People could hear you banging and just me and Carolyn couldn't hear you. Oh, that's very funny. The Twitch audience would be like, oh my God, that's him. That's the monkey. They don't hear him yet. Oh. Well, once once the uh, the monkey introduction was funny, but he kept getting brought back. And there was some point where I was like, I'm going to, the monkey's going to kill me. <laughs> I also care. I mean, Carolyn knows this because I feel like this is where I <clears throat> honed this specific move. But uh, one of my favorite moves in improv is to walk on, cut somebody's throat, and walk off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you did it last time you played in Fremont. You <laughs> cut my throat. <laughs> uh, so that was last month. Carolyn got her throat slit by me. Uh, oh, there's Val. Hey, Val. I was so I was so distracted by. <laughs> figuring out why you couldn't hear me that i forgot to change the scene uh, well i could hear you i could definitely hear you laughing but it f it did feel more or sound more faint uh to me than it normally does so i don't know weird well we'll have to figure that out later yeah folks in the chat let us know if you could hear me yeah <laughs> so i can identify what the problem is uh. 
monkey bangs. Yeah. Um, that was a feat of invention, Carolyn. That was so <laughs> cool. Like just watching you just like come up believably yeah. with almost no pause whatsoever. Just come up with all of these details of this wedding. Man, that was incredible. I wish I could do that. That was I was cool. also thoroughly impressed with Carolyn uh, and and your creation there because I was literally like, in my brain, I was like, what would be a funny pun name for a clown troupe, but also keep trying to talk to you? And then I was like, clown show? <laughs> like, come on. That's... That was like the worst oh possible way I could have gone. Uh, and then I was trying to think of a funny name for the monkey too. And I said, Lloyd, I don't know. Uh, that's I think Lloyd is a great man. monkey name. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. But. And clown show does sound like the name of an entertainment group that would have to go and perform in the Eastern block. Cause there was no one else that wanted to watch them. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, oh man. Carolyn, have you done um, a lot of, did you do a lot of Zoom improv during the pandemic? I did, uh, but I wouldn't say I did as much as a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I did a weekly meetup with um, the Chicago Improv Studio, oh, yeah. which is Bill Arnett and Noah Garopoulos and um, Pat Pope and a bunch of people. So there were a lot of regulars who would meet every mm -hmm. week. And that was pretty much all I did. Mm. Maybe a couple other things, but um, I found it difficult and like my yeah. team that i was performing with regularly in chicago it just wasn't our style like i missed them so much but when we would get together we'd just play jackbox games and stuff because we couldn't mm. the improv on, on zoom didn't really work for us yeah i didn't so, uh i didn't like those early days as much either i mean i feel like now it's more uh i was gonna say refined but i don't think it's like it is more refined than it was. I don't think it's like fully a fully realized art form per se yet uh, online improv. Um, but I, I, I feel like I was pretty similar to you. I didn't do a, I didn't do a ton of it. The, the reason I, yeah. the reason I asked, I, I feel like was because uh, I feel like you and I kind of played it the same way where I feel like in, um, in real life, you and I are both much more, uh, physical players whether it's like literally throwing ourselves around or like at a minimum like you know object work doing something like you are someone who i think of who's always got something going on so like even if you're just like standing and having a conversation with someone it's still great to watch because you're always active um and yeah i would say you're you're definitely more likely to throw yourself around than i am but <laughs> Uh, I will have a little bit of object work if I can, yeah. if I think of it, because that does help. Me. But it, it, I, I found that the, I, as evidenced by the end of the scene, I've been trying to figure it out a little bit more. But I feel like for me, the hardest thing that I've uh, had to translate from stage improv to online improv is the is the physical aspect of it. I feel like I, yeah. if you watch the Twitch stream, I feel like I talk now more with my hands just so it looks like, just so it's not just me and Carolyn talking the whole time. And like, there's some action going on. Cause I don't, I feel like I'm not, I'm a very, uh, like a physical touchy person. Like if I'm talking to someone, I'll be like, ha ha ha, you know, and touch their shoulder or whatever. But I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I talk like this with my hands. And I feel like I, <laughs> that's something that I've tried to, um, do more 
online because you know like val and i have talked about before this show too is specifically a little weird because it is for two different audiences at the same time a visual audience and an and a and an online audience um i don't know if i had a question in there (laughs) well i'll I'll add to it anyway while you think about whether or not you had a question like sometimes we would play a little bit with the with what is possible on zoom improv that isn't necessarily you know yep. and you can do a lot of fun stuff just by like changing your proximity mm-hmm. to the camera mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff yep but i don't do it very much yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't do online improv very much but I, th- I think with this scene the length that knowing that it was going to be about 15 mm-hmm. minutes and with the suggestion i just didn't feel like any of those things was particularly <sighs> yeah i agree i mean it wasn't needed. it would have been but i loved you disappearing when the monkey <laughs> took you for well, it, 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 I was something I was thinking about was like I was a clown and I was doing a whole like clown wedding and at one point I feel like I this was something I should have gone back to more but I honked my nose and I mentioned my mm-hmm. shoes and I just feel like on stage it's easier to like physically present yourself as a clown but here in this yeah. box like there was only so much that I felt like I could do and there there was probably more i could do but my head was like what's a funny name squirt for a flower? monkey what's it yeah squirt the thing <laughs> yeah there was yeah. just but i agree but it was kind of more of a, a stationary scene value you were about to say something well i was just gonna say like i've been doing a, a reasonable amount of uh improv online yeah. but it's mostly been through comedy sports which is a lot more physical yeah Um, And a huge thing that makes a big difference is just standing up, Mm. which I know is Mm -hmm. harder when you're recording for a podcast. So we don't typically do that for this show. Um, I'm standing. Oh, you know, you know, how I could tell (laughs) Carolyn was standing up was because she's so much taller than the light switch. And I feel yeah. like I don't have any light switches near me, but they're all at my eye level right now because I'm, as you can see, in this chair in my in my corner. But um, I do agree, Val. I do think standing up uh, opens you up more. Something Val, you and I have talked about, which was something that uh, was happening to both Carolyn and I in this scene, is that we're improvising with headphones with a cord. So it's, like, harder to – I have AirPods – but they're like finicky. In fact, they are what I think triggered that little uh, technical mishap mm. I had earlier before the suggestion. But I just like the freedom to be able to run around like that is cool. But, you know, they also have a built in microphone and I'm talking into a different microphone. And I just like I don't want it just feels like there's more. This is a more secure thing in terms of like giving oh, out yeah. a better product. But it also is like. You're literally tethered to your screen. So, you know, not only are you trapped in this box a little bit, but you have to, like, you know, also stay within six feet of it or whatever. Probably less, probably way (laughs) less. My laptop is... My laptop is from 2009, so I'm just grateful that it works. Wow, me too. And Literally it... me too, Carolyn. I need, <laughs> wow. a, I need a new one. Maybe that's why it fucked up. Sorry, continue. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the speakers on the actual laptop are blown out. So if I ever watch something on it, I have to use an external speaker, and I have to plug in to play. So. Okay, my speakers wow. are also blown Heathered. out on my laptop. <laughs> and so if I ever watch anything, I also have to do... <laughs> headphones or external speaker that's very funny we're just living the same life miles apart from each other i guess 
Uh, Folks, I just put the tip jar link in the chat <laughs> if you want to buy Trent a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hit us up. Oh my God! Or Carolyn, if you want to buy Carolyn. Or Carolyn. Yeah. It'll just be a laptop fund, laptop yeah. jar. Uh, well, we are approaching the top of the hour here, Carolyn. So the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is not really uh, necessarily connected to the scene we just did per se, but I did tell you ahead of time that um, I wanted to talk to you about it. I mentioned that you are a world traveler. You've done improv in many places. Um, I just was wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit about the difference or maybe the difficulties of like doing improv with people where English isn't necessarily their first language or talk about some of your experiences doing improv in Greece and stuff like that. Cause I think it's yeah very cool. And I, <laughs> ironically, it is something that you and I haven't really talked about a ton, which is crazy. Cause That's we, true. our main topic of conversation is typically improv you and I, so <laughs> This is the distance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, uh, when when Trent and I met, met, I was was like when I first started to really devote a lot of my time to improv. I had dabbled in improv before, but um, just really got into it. And uh, it was the first time I really heard about improv festivals. Which um, yeah. so we would do the one in San Francisco and uh, San Jose. Then had one. And as a traveler, I was like, shit, I could do the thing I love in all these different places. Um, going to Camp Improv Utopia and hearing about all the improv happening around the States. But also there were people there in, from international, from other countries. Yeah. So, and they would talk about the festivals in their countries. And I was like, wow, that's the fucking dream right there. Um, so I saw that Greece was going to have an improv festival and they were actually going to have their first ever improv festival in uh i think it was 2017 um that sounds right yeah and uh i my best friend from high school lives in greece and i was ready for a change anyway and i said can i come and visit you and so i got there and festivals happen differently there so um festivals in the u.s anybody can get tickets you submit ahead of time and then you can perform all those kind of things um at the festivals in Europe that I went to, you would have to register ahead of time to even get a ticket to see the show. And by registering, you also sort of sign up for classes and things like that. Oh, interesting. So when I arrived, I couldn't register. It was too oh. late. Uh, so I volunteered yeah. because I actually, I actually had done that at the San Francisco Improv Festival too. And it was a great way to see a bunch of mm -hmm. shows for free. <clears throat> um, so I was like, can I volunteer? And I did. And I think it was at like, a, they had an English show jam uh, the week before the festival, something like that. And I jumped into that and they were like, okay, you can play. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, uh, I volunteered at the festival, met a bunch of great people. And then in Greece, they take the whole summer off. So the festival was at the top of the summer and then there was nothing until September. I think they should move the festival to September so that people can get all excited about improv and then start doing improv yeah. rather than getting all excited about it and waiting for three, for three months. <laughs> um, but so I waited and then when, when it started up again, they had me teach the English classes. And I was teaching to a really international group of yeah. students. They had a seven level program and I taught all of them. <laughs> and wow. uh, yeah, and it was like, there was a guy from Belgium who spoke pretty good English who had been in uh, the classes before. There was a mother and, or sorry, a father and daughter team from Taiwan um, who were living in Greece. So um, there was, 
someone from Russia. There were a few, several Greek people, obviously. So um, it was cool to see. And also at the festival, you know, people from different um, countries speaking their own language in a scene oh, yeah. or doing silent scenes. Mm. Um, there was a great set by a group called uh, uh, who perform in Paris. They came to the San Francisco Improv Festival and one of the games that they played was they did a scene in French and they would pause periodically. They asked at the top of the game, they said, who here speaks the least amount of French? Guy in the front raised his hand. They were like, okay, we're gonna be coming to you. So they'd do a little bit of the scene in French and then they'd come to him and say, what do you think is going on? And he would tell them and then they would adjust the scene. So anybody who did speak French was having a great yeah. time because they were like, oh my God, that's so not what's happening. But everybody who didn't speak French was also having a great time because we knew that it wasn't yeah. the same either even though we didn't know what was happening. Oh, so it was yeah. fabulous. Um, and so Greece, there's some of that too. It'd be like, you know, sometimes somebody would do a scene where um, someone was speaking all in Greek. The other person would just respond a little bit in English. Mm. That would happen more at the festivals. Mm. And as a teacher and a coach, it was helpful for me because I don't speak a lot of other languages. I wish yeah. I did. But being able to say like, if you guys want to go and perform in festivals, it's most likely you'll be doing it in English because unfortunately colonization has made that an international language. Yeah. And so, you know, if they wanted more experience improvising in English so that they'd be ready for festival submissions and things like that, um, it gave me more opportunities to help people and watch them play and things like that. So that was all nice. I would love to be able to do like a little bit of, like get enough Greek to just do a little bit of a oh, scene. Yeah. As a Californian, I should have enough Spanish to do a little bit of a scene in Spanish, but I it makes me nervous. <laughs> but maybe just stop talking once you don't know yeah. what's going on and just do the silent yeah. stuff, which is also fun. <laughs> yeah, well, that's also the beauty of improv is that you can really, um, you know, follow someone's like uh, feelings and emotions, and like yeah. you can yeah. respond emotionally silently still even, but um, dang. And there's so much comedy that can come from improv that's not at all related to what oh, it's yeah. like, whether it's physical and facial expressions and all of that. So that's all international. That, one of my favorite things to do is, is, is silence in a scene or a full silence yeah. scene. And like, that's a horrible podcast. Like that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't work. So that's one tool just out of the tool belt, you know, but yeah. Wow. That's very cool. Well, I, yeah, it was really cool to hear about all the festivals happening. Like apparently Manila in the Philippines has a huge festival, which I never would have thought wow. about. Um, it's really become a global phenomenon. And that's so fantastic. It is. So wonderful. People love improv all across the globe, baby. <laughs> oh, they beautiful. love improv. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's great. Carolyn is obviously a wonderful performer. And um, I hope everyone enjoyed uh hearing her speak both in a scene and outside of it i know i did uh if you would like to see more of carolyn please visit madeuptheater.com and that's theater with an r-e at the end not an e-r made up theater is located in fremont california um if you're in the northern california bay area like i it, it's it is my home theater it's the place where that has my heart. I'm sure Carolyn would feel similar. Uh, but, like, please go there. It's a small business. The theater is honestly incredible. They've changed spaces uh, over the last couple of years, and they're, like, went from a black box to, like, an actual theater. It's a, it's a great spot, and it's where Carolyn and I not only forged our true love of improv. I think we always loved improv, but there it was. 
uh, crystallized. Um, but it's also where we became friends, and it's where I've met a lot of great people, and Carolyn's met a lot of great people there too. Um, so visit madeuptheater.com for more information. They have shows every Saturday and occasional Fridays. And if you are not in the Bay Area, you can still tune in to madeuptheater.com, and they stream their shows. Um, it's it's wonderful. Uh, most of the – I believe Saturday is always short form. It's the uh, – they do a show called Whose Line Is It? No. Wait, what do they call it? Laugh it's Track called Laugh City, Track City, which is based on And Whose we've Line. actually – yeah, and we've started adding a half-hour long yes. form in the last month or so. So – once you get through that hour and a half of short form, there is a little long form at the end it's for worth you. It. For it's worth it. Around. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I got to, when I was up there last month, I sat in and, and played with all my old pals and some new ones, including Carolyn. Uh, so <laughs> go to madeuptheater.com for more information on Made Up Theater. So please support that theater any way you can. Also, please support the Trident Network any way you can. Um, if you wish to support us monetarily, there are two ways you can do that. One is to hit the purple subscribe button somewhere down here-ish, and uh, mm-hmm. you can subscribe to the Trident Network on Twitch. Uh, that will alert you anytime uh, we're going live, not just this show, but all the other shows that the Trident Network streams. Trident Network is streaming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday every week, so make sure you check that out. And the other way to help is uh, become a patron for the Trident Network. Go to patreon.com slash the Trident Network. That helps out not just this show, but all the other podcasts, all the other live shows, all the behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys don't get to see, all the hard work Val's putting in. Um, also, I guess another way you can support is go to the tridentnetwork.com and buy some merch. There's some cool merch out there. Uh, I was listening to uh, a little plug for Val's podcast, Decommentaries, a podcast I love. Um, one of my favorite shirts, uh, one of my favorite pieces of Trident merchandise in general is uh, a Decommentary specific shirt that says, uh, Science is the real magic. Uh, because science is the real magic. And um, Val mentioned that she was wearing her Science is the Real Magic shirt the other day whenever that podcast was recorded. Uh, so go to the Trident Network for more information on all things Trident. Um, and uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, uh, get ready for all the cool things to come this week. If you're listening to this right now, get ready for all the cool Trident things to come next week. Uh, new podcast, Stool Pigeons. Uh, new podcast, Smashing Game Time. New live streaming show, Bitcherton, and the return of the live stream of Stupid Games, Stupid Prizes. Val, anything else you want to add? That's it. You crushed it. We love Val. We love the Trident Network. We love Carolyn, and we love Improv, baby. Please remember. Please remember. I love Improv! Bye, everybody! Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Goat. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nick Emilio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Wednesday, June 8th, live on twitch.tv slash Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.